The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. So anyone watching right now will notice that everything looks a little different. Jill, you can't see it, but there is a new overlay, slightly new design here on YouTube. If you're listening, we also post all of these episodes on YouTube. You can watch us talking to each other uh, through the magic of Zoom over the internet. But (laughs) um, yeah, we just have a new sort of simplified, a new design here. And I don't know, I like it. I think it's... It's more um, elevated from what we have. We we had that like core design for so long, but I don't know. I'm liking the change. So you'll see it, Jill, once this episode goes you, out. This is the first. You one. like it because it's black. That's why. <laughs> you, I mean, you were like, no colors, no more colors as the framing of this. That's what. Yeah, That's I okay. mean, it literally is though. So <laughs> yeah, it's just simplified, but I think it's nice, and it'll be uh, a little flexible for other things that we might do in the future with it too but yeah how have you been since we since we hopped on well last? i was i was very sick for four days in my bed doing my calls from my bed and i say you know it's great being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. <laughs> except when it's not and that's yeah. you know there's nobody like oh shit look at my roster wow pam can you take these calls today there's no pam there's mm-hmm. no bob there's no anybody so it was tough i had 101 fever for four days would not break They found nothing wrong with me, but obviously I was fighting something, right? Mm -hmm. So that was a week and a half ago. And I'll tell you what, a week, well, it was a week ago and I'm still recovering. That really, four days fever uh, for an old lady will knock you out. So recovering, um, but it also, it's just a reminder. If you don't have your health, man, (laughs) Mm -hmm. here's about one thing you have laid up in a bed, there's nothing. I didn't get out of a bed for four days. Okay. So I'm just saying it makes you think. And I'm always trying to remind the audience, if you don't have your health, and we say this, oh, you got nothing if you don't, but until you get sick, as people who are watching us, typically there's there are people who have experienced illness, you 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 get that perspective, right? It can be really hard and isolating and lonely and depressing. And for those of us who live by ourselves, there's nobody here getting a glass of water. I wore Finn out. He tried to get a glass of water, but, you know, his paws can't do it. So <laughs> I'm just saying it was a long four days yeah. for sure. But, yeah, I'm slowly getting better every single day, trying to get caught up with all the work. So there's that. I was excited because I finished the 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 project we've been working on. I won't say what it is right now, but, yes, very happy, very mm-hmm. happy that that's you know finished from my end. Now it goes to Dave, yeah, <laughs> the our other our other partner. Uh-huh. So yeah, so but that was a fun little project that will be rolling out to people. And I'm going to remind people too. There's a big segment of our audience here. Sixty four percent of you love our YouTube channel, meaning you watch it, but you're not subscribed. So can you go to the bottom right-hand corner and just press the red button and click it? It does nothing for you. Some people are like, Jill, what's going to happen when I click the button? Nothing. But YouTube recognizes our channel as something that people are enjoying, and they will show it 
high up in the ratings, when you are searching for kidney stone stuff, it'll come up quicker. And if you like the video too, can you please just press the like button? If you don't like it, that's okay. You don't have to press the like button, but we would like you to subscribe. It really helps people. Uh, it helps us reach a wider audience. And that's what we're here. We want to show people and explain to people that kidney stones can absolutely be prevented. I'll tell you what, I had two calls today that the patients told that the patients were told, my doctor said, I'm just a stonemaker, Jill. I hear this several times a week. I'm just a stonemaker. People, you're not. Even if you have medical illnesses that are predisposing you to form stones, we can at the very least lessen your risk. So please don't ever think that you're just a stonemaker and you're doomed because that means you feel hopeless. And I promise you, there is hope. Almost 25 years we've been doing this. So what I'm saying is, uh, how could I pay my rent? I know that's kind of like, but it's true. How could I pay my rent if this wasn't successful? Nobody would listen to me. Nobody would come here. So you can lessen your stone risk. You, they can be prevented in up to 80% of stones can be prevented. So please know this. All right. What are we doing today, Jeff? Yeah. So today we were going to start with an FAQ because okay. people who haven't had a stone or maybe are wondering more um, about what to expect, like a common question is what is the first symptom? of kidney stones. Oh, what are the first symptoms of kidney stones? Okay. Well, it can differ for everybody. Typically having a little pressure down yonder, a little kind of like, mm, not feeling so great. Sometimes it can be very sudden and very sharp pain in the lower abdomen on either side. And some people will have like little chronic twinges here and there, and they will simply write it off as, oh, you know, my hubby and I were gardening today. It must be that. Until one day they see blood in the urine. For some people, the first, they don't have nothing. And people will say, Jill, I know everyone says that pain is this, the worst pain of ever, 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 but I didn't have any pain. And they'll say it very sheepishly because they feel bad because all they have, all they've ever heard is this is the worst pain ever. But some people don't have any warning signs until they have blood in the urine, also known as hematuria. So when they look down, they see blood in the toilet and of course they freak out. Rightly so, because that's so scary. So it can differ for everybody, but typically the first sign and symptom is pressure down yonder. Uh, it could be vomiting. It could be dizzy, it could be diarrhea, it could be all of those things. But it, so it's just different for everybody. So it's hard, it's, it's hard to say, but I think uh, uh, University of Chicago, if you pull it up, they'll, they'll say, the first thing they say is it's going to be pain and pressure. Uh, am I going to say, I don't believe the University of Chicago? Of course not. I'm just saying that you may have symptoms that are different. That's all. So it's what I hear all day is it was the, per the worst pain that I've ever had in my whole life, Jill. That's what I hear all day. It can be the worst pain you will ever experience. Uh, but in other people, it's not much of anything. In some people, uh, it's uh, uh, frequent urination, burning when they pee. 
because maybe the stone's passing or they have a UTI because the stone is infected. There's many different ways people can present. Uh, it's, it's pretty serious when you think you have to go to the bathroom and then nothing's coming out. You could be blocked. A fever is a sign you must go to the ER because sometimes, well, lots of times when the stones move from your kidney, so you have your kidney and then you have the tube now, for you guys who are listening on Spotify and, and just listening, you can't see me. But for those of you who are watching, you have your kidney and it's it's midway down your back, your kidney. And then you have the little tubes that connect your kidney to your bladder. They're called your ureters and the stones get stuck in the ureter. And so it can block your urine. And that's not a good thing. And that's when you can get fever. That's when you'll have a lot of pain because these little stones, as small as they can be, they are like shards of glass. And that's why you'll start seeing the blood in your urine too. And it's extremely painful. But typically the pain comes because the stone is blocking the urine flow. Um, so stones are very serious. Also today, I had one patient with sepsis, ICU for 10 days. This I hear once a week. They had no signs, but next thing you know, they had a fever, they couldn't get rid of it. They finally go to the ER, they do a CT, boom, a kidney stone. So it's just kind of all over the, the gold standard. What I hear every day, worst pain of my life. That is what kidney stones most people will think of when you say the word kidney stone, worst pain in my life. Women will say worse than childbirth. And Jill, I had natural childbirth. So it can run the gamut, but the telltale signs, I would say blood in the urine, get your butt to the ER. Because also blood in the urine, if it's not a kidney stone, can signify bladder cancer. So typically, if you present with blood in your urine, your doctor is going to take that seriously and you're going to be getting a CT or you're going to have a cystoscopy, which will go check for any anything wrong with your bladder, like a little tumor. So signs and symptoms can be all over the place, but common ones are, like UFC says, pain and pressure. I'm going to say pain. Uh, I'm going to say can't pee or have frequent urination, vomiting, diarrhea, some places will say dizziness. I hear that less from patients, but if you're vomiting and have a diarrhea, you probably do have a, a, a fever, uh, sorry, dizziness. So it's a lot of different things, but the number one thing I hear every day in my practice, worst pain I've ever had. <laughs> but just please know you may have a kidney stone and you're not presenting with that pain. It's more common than you think. You just don't hear from the people who don't have pain because they feel so bad about disclosing that fact. So. There's that. So it's interesting, right? Mm -hmm. It's interesting how these tiny, tiny, tiny things can cause such havoc in your kidneys, honestly, and, and such horrible symptoms for people. They're terrible things. They really are. And every time I get on the phone and somebody explains, I'll say, okay, tell me your stone story. I still always shiver a little. It's not like I'm never used to it. I'm like, oh my God, that's that sounds so awful, right? I always have a lot of empathy for patients when they're telling their, their stone story. And for many patients, they didn't have anything. They were healthy their whole life. They're eating a healthy diet, i.e. too much almonds and spinach. And this just came out of the blue. And I think that's why it's so scary for patients too. The stone, uh, the stone can cause pain that can just come out of nowhere. So it's it can be very traumatizing for patients. And I've had people say, you're very dramatic with that. And I always push back and I say, if you heard 
the thousands of phone calls that I do, uh, you wouldn't think I'm being dramatic. It's a real thing. And I have a very soft spot in my heart for kidney stone formers. I really feel like they're the underdog in the medical community, you know, and that's why I've dedicated my career to them because they're just, I feel underserved. That's just my opinion. I don't have data to prove that. It's just my opinion and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so you mentioned the fever, you mentioned um, mm -hmm. maybe a blockage so you can't urinate. And like, that is the question, like at what point should someone go to the ER if they think they have kidney stones? Like that is also like, we're always uh, like you were just, just sick and you had uh, the fever and everything sort of, do you have any uh, recommendations, sort of a tipping point of when to, when to go and be like, okay, got to bite the bullet, go check this out. Yes. So if you're in, if you're in extreme pain, that won't go away. You must get that checked out right away because that could be uh, uh, many things. So you must get that checked out. If you have a fever that doesn't go away, <laughs> like I did, and I went to the doctor, you must go, go to the doctor. Okay, so fever, if you can't urinate, if you have blood in the urine, if you have extreme pain, get your butt to the doctor. And if it these days you're going to be going to the ER because you can't even get into a doctor's office, quite frankly. But yes, those if you're vomiting, you cannot eat if you can't get your diarrhea where you can't keep anything in at all. After a couple of days of that and you're losing weight, all of that, take yourself to the ER. Most patients can. Let's just say this. If you're having, and that's an excellent question, Jeff, if you're having low kind of twinges, chronic, I don't know if this is back pain or kidney stone pain, you might ride that out for a while. Eventually, though, you will have something eventually. So, let me let me make sure I'm being correct here. Lots of times people that have had the chronic twinges and stuff and just thinking I'm getting old, it's my back, they get something else. They get a scan for something else and they have stones and they're like, oh, that's what I've been feeling. And they're not presenting with anything else. Uh, but if you're having those chronic, if you're if you're in extreme pain, blood in the urine, you can't keep food down. You have a fever that won't go away. You need to see a doctor because it can and you need to rule out kidney stones or anything that you may have. But those are typically kidney stone symptoms. And yes, the blood in the urine telltale sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's super Don't valuable. waste time with that. Get mm -hmm. your butt to the doctor, please. At least you can rule them out. But that could be a lot of different things and nothing. Uh, they're important things to check out. You mm -hmm. know, they're For important. Sure. You don't want to let that stuff sit. Yeah, it's yeah. all scary. But at the same time, it's scary to to know. Sometimes we'd rather not know, but that's not uh, not the best uh, direction <laughs> to take things. Jeff, I'll tell you what. I can't tell you when I was laying in that bed, I was like, Whenever you've had an illness in your life and then you get anything. So in my case, it was a fever for four days. Uh, but And my stone patients and I empathize. We get this very well. Whenever you get something and you've had, a, had an illness, all of that, all that trauma from that original illness, whether it's stones, cancer, whatever, you you get it's it's scary laying in a bed sick again because that it brings it all to the forefront it really does when you are knocked down no matter what it is it's really the scariest thing in your life and until someone until you've been really sick and really sick doesn't have to be cancer it could be kidney stones it could be chronic diabetes uh, whatever okay a heart attack 
until you've been really sick, you don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm thrilled that you don't. I believe me, I'm thrilled that one doesn't. But once you get sick, you you start looking at life a little bit differently. I hope anyway, you really do. And the reason people are calling me is because they're like, okay, I tried to lose weight. I weigh 250 pounds. I've tried to lose weight for decades. But you know, a ding dong is a lot more fun than looking cute in a bikini. Who cares about that? But when you get sick, well, that prioritizes everything. It's no longer about who gives a shit what you look like. It's not about that anymore. It's like, oh my God, I'm sick. I never want to go through that again, kidney stones. And I will do anything, old lady. So tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. And so that's the one good thing about getting kidney stones. It gets your butt in gear to get your butt in gear. Mm -hmm. And so the kidney stone diet, well, it's just a healthy diet. We're asking you to lower your sodium and sugar. So that's healthy for every damn disease state. Get enough fluids. Make sure you get calcium, whether it's dairy or non-dairy for your bones as well and to lower your oxalate. And don't overeat meat protein. Get enough, but you don't need to overeat it in mass quantities, right? So this is, we're talking about portion, not perfection. Hello, like my sweatshirt says. Eat a wide variety of foods in normal portion sizes. It's all good advice, no matter what you're battling. So that's one of the reasons I can scream about it for so long. It's just really a healthy diet. And then all the other things that we teach going around the diet, like portion size, you know, how, why you're eating. You've got to deal with why people are eating. You can't just throw a brochure and say, stop eating this stuff. Well, what happens? What am I supposed to do when I'm having a shitty day? An apple ain't going to do it, old lady. So knock it off. I mean, I would never say that to somebody. You love juju bees? Have an apple. Somebody's going to hit me. nobody's going to do that. That's not a good swap out. So my job is to help people change their habits realistically, realistically, how that is going to impede or progress their change. I have to listen to people, Jill, that's not going to work. Let's try something else. Okay, let's try this. So you've got to swap out habits in order to gain new habits You've got to swap out the bad one. You can't just say stop all your bad habits. You've got to give people a plan and give them something comparable, just healthier, right? It can't be a total black and white thing. Nobody can do that. That's yeah. why diets fail. So it's complicated. Mm-hmm. What I do, even though I sound like a street girl most of the time, it's complicated. It's listening to people. It's talking to people together it's a relationship you i have a relationship with my patients and you've got to listen to them to see what's going to work so they can su- succeed right so Absolutely. it's very complicated actually yeah yeah and the listening that's part, why i love it yeah it, it feeds perfectly into uh the prevention course if you mm-hmm. want to work with jill in a group setting there's the kidney stone prevention course at kidneystonediet.com that includes accountability calls the first month is baked into the course itself and then it's $19 a month beyond that if you want to continue but every week Jill um, does a call with a group of uh, patients of course members however however you want to look at it but you get to interact directly and you're able to listen and hear countless people the countless stories that is informed everything you do to this day so it's hugely valuable and I know that's the part of all of it that you really it keeps you coming back, I guess, yes, for lack I of a better it. term. I love yeah. it. Because we're building relationships with one another. The people in the accountability group, they bought the course. 
And those are a set of videos that you learn about the kidney stone diet. But the real magic happens in those calls. And of course, you can cancel after the first month. You get it with the course and then cancel if you don't want it. But the people that stay, 100 pounds lost, 50 pounds lost. They're in there also to lose weight. So you've got to practice. It's one thing to get information with any kind of diet change you want to make. And then you got to practice it for the rest of your life. That's what you have to do. Also, these changes... You know, the diet industry wants us to think that, oh, they happen so quickly. I always tell my patients, think six years, six, sorry, six months to a year. So you can manage your expectations. You're going to go back to your old habits a million times. And that's okay. I expect that because it, I don't even consider it failing. It's you learning and growing and adapting to the new changes you're trying to make. You think you're going to be perfect at that right away after you take the kidney stone prevention course? No. You need to practice it because it's not about everybody is very smart. You know that Doritos are not healthy and you know that kale friggin is healthy. Why are you reaching for the Doritos? There's a million reasons. Well, we want instant satisfaction. A kale ain't going to friggin do it for most of us. So you're pissed off, frustrated, depressed. Uh, like me, I like chewing, crunching. I mean, the Doritos are going to make you feel better like that. And then you're going to go right down. And you're going to feel bad about yourself again. And you're going to try to make yourself feel better with more Doritos, whatever. Food is used as a coping skill. And so what we do in the accountability group is support each other and figure out different coping skills. Okay. So it's, we are a family there. I, I you know, I, and often that group, uh, we will be in there for two hours. <laughs> I mean, because there's a lot of things going on there. We talk about some Wonderful, heavy-duty things, but you've got to get to the reason. Listener, you've got to get to the reason why you're eating, not what you're eating. Nobody gives a damn. You want a snow cone? Have a snow cone. Get right back on track. But why are you choosing the foods you do? And that takes time, and that takes practice. All right, I'm done. Yeah, with that, I think that's a perfect spot to wrap. So if you have a question that you would like to have featured on a future episode, the number is 773 789 8763 and we would love to have your voice um and for everything you can go to kidneystonediet.com where you can find the prevention course mm -hmm. the meal plans the free email newsletter that comes out every sunday keeping you on track for your week and all the free content there's tons of free content everywhere everywhere you look so we just want to help as many people in as many different ways as we can because some people prefer to read listen watch yeah whatever it is and there's the Facebook group for the direct interaction with, what is it, around 10,000 people in that group, in the prevention No, there's 16,000 people. Yeah, I have not, yeah, I haven't yeah. kept up on the, 16, the count. 16,000. Yeah, there's so many people just um, to realize you're not in it alone. But yes. with that, I think we should wrap for this week. We appreciate you tuning in, liking, subscribing, giving it a thumbs up, and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great day.